going on guys welcome to another episode of brothers after dark this will be um episode two and i got a special special guest i'm grateful that he came on and my man um he's a writer and he's co-founder of collab creations and his name is matt loisel how you doing matt good jb how are you i'm good i'm good um we located at uh I am in what is right now sunny Salinas, California. Yeah, California. Where, where are you? Um, Boston, Massachusetts, where the weather is one day it could be rainy, one day it could be sunny, the next day uh, it's snowing. Well, if it makes you feel any better, it was raining yesterday. Oh, okay. But I won't tell you how nice it is right oh, now. Oh, oh man. Probably really nice right now. I just went oh. on a walk. <laughs> I wish I could have went on a walk today. It rained all day. It was like the weather was crazy. It was just, it was just a lot of raining, and the house was shaking. It was just one of those days you just stay inside. It was, it was bad. Um, where where in California? So Salinas is like you, you'd call it Central Coast. Okay. So it's um probably the the closest uh, landmark would be Santa Cruz. Oh. Um, so it's a, we're about two hours south of San Francisco. Oh, okay. I haven't been, I've been to, um, LA, so like Inglewood and Compton okay. area. Okay. Um, and that's really it, but I want to go back. My grandfather used to live there and we used to travel to his house all the time. It was so nice. Uh -huh. It was always sunny. And it was uh -huh. so yeah, I, I actually, go back. and I, I grew up in LA actually. Oh Yeah. Yeah, so I, I uh, my wife and I met in L.A. She's from up here. Nice. When she got, you know, she's smarter than me. She graduated college before me. Nice. What and you so, uh, well, I, I studied communication. Okay. Um, it's kind of like what all the, what all the jocks and the people who don't know mm. what they're doing study. Yeah. Um, nice. but uh, um, yeah. So, so she graduated before me, and I, I followed her up here. Okay. And uh, I'm never going back, JD. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> yeah, I, I spoke to a couple of people um, that came, that used to live in Boston, they went to California, and then they moved back, just be, just because of family, not because they hated it. Right, right. And they always be like, I miss it. Massachusetts is always snowing. I miss California. <laughs> like, through the whole, all the seasons, it's always sunny. And I just like, ah, I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, you know, well, I got, I got cousins, actually. I have family in Chicago. Oh, wow. And so I, I, I know how to be sensitive about weather and talking okay. about weather. Right. You know, uh, I want to say it snowed in Chicago yesterday or two yeah. days ago. Probably. Sounds about right. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. But um, we could jump right into it. Um. I want to talk about how did you get into writing? Yeah, so um, before comic books, I I'll tell you this, I don't even think I ever completed a creative writing assignment in high school or college or anything. Wow. So um, yeah, it, uh, it, it all, all kind of, the seed kind of planted, um, um, pun intended, uh, when my wife and I were farming. Okay. So before doing this, um, we, uh, we ran a, uh, organic farm for uh, a couple years and, um, 
we uh, we thought about putting together a comic book, maybe doing it with like pictures instead mm -hmm. of artwork. Okay. So that our customers could meet us and could meet our employees and kind of see like how we work together and see who's growing their food. Okay. And in the process, uh, you know, my wife and I, over a couple beers, started to kick around some kind of crazy ideas. And, um, and eventually that evolved into murder. And uh, so we gave up farming. It was way too much. I had a full-time job and, you know, we were, we were, we were small time, but you know, small time is huge. Yeah. Uh, so we were, we were doing three acres and, um, and it was just too much with a full-time job. So uh, when we quit, uh, you know, I suddenly had a lot of free time and um, I started to kick around this idea, you know, for, for murder. And, um, and uh, uh, so, you know, kind of one thing led to another and, um, and here we are two issues later. Wow. That's, that's crazy. That's so with me, um, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm in the same boat, but me and my cousins, we always like shoot around ideas and we um, like he has a project and I have a couple of projects and I'm trying to decide if I want to make it into a comic book. And uh -huh. it's, 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 it's a process, it's a process. And then like, I'll start writing and then I'll stop for like a uh -huh. couple of months. And then my cousin, like, JD, really? You're not writing no more? And then I'm like, all right, I got to go back and I start writing again. There so I'm go. in the process of writing a couple of projects. I got to stop doing multiple ones and just do one and then move uh -huh. on to the next uh -huh. but i got a couple in there but um can you talk about like the difficulties of making your comic book where do i start <laughs> <laughs> well for one i you know i i definitely had um that exact same problem uh too many different ideas and I had too many, you know, uh, irons in the fire. Mm -hmm. And um, so eventually I, I had to whittle it down to murder. Okay. And, um, and I'm happy I did, you know, because it, it's, uh, it's slow going already. Mm -hmm. You know, when you got a full-time job and you're trying to write and then self-publish, you know, it's, and promote online, um, you know, it's, it's a lot... Um, it's a lot of moving parts. So, um, yeah, that, that was definitely a, a big challenge. Um, then, you know, probably the other challenge is, is just, uh, as a, as a self publisher is, you know, financing the whole operation, mm -hmm. you know, finance is something that I, I, I definitely didn't think too much about getting into it and just kind of had to learn it along the way. Okay. So um, what we've done so far is uh, kickstarted the whole project. So we've done three Kickstarters, um, two for issue one and one for issue two. And all of them have funded successfully. Nice, nice. Uh-huh. And so um, I'm currently working on a script for issue three. Nice. Once I, once I get the script done, oh, and issue three is going to be so good, man. Right. It's gonna be so good. Keep me in the loop. I am so I'm so interested in your comic books. I cannot wait to read them. Well, thank you, thank you. Um, so so um, 
yeah, the, the financing probably the 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 um, next hardest thing. You know, once you get the project into focus, mm -hmm. and it's how you're going to fund it. Um, and then I guess three is is finding time. You know, um, I'm sure you got a day job. Yeah. Um, I do too, <laughs> and it's it's a lot. I mean, literally, actually, uh, I'm gonna get in trouble for my boss because I've been getting calls from work while oh. we started since we started talking. Oh man! So, hey, it's worth it. It's a, okay. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. So, um, so um, yeah, you know, finding time is is the other challenge, um, and so um, what I've kind of what I've, you know, now I kind of have a rhythm um, where I, I wake up every morning, uh, okay. four, four in the morning, and I start work at 7.30. Mm -hmm. So um, I like to research in the morning. Okay. Because um, there's no know, one like bothering, no distractions, nope. no nothing. Yeah. Nope. I'm not, I'm not getting work calls. Yes. Right. So, um, so, but you know, my mind's not, I'm not a morning person either. I'm not either. I am not. Yeah. I am not either. I know maybe you heard four in the morning and you're like, oh, well, <laughs> this guy's cut from a different cloth. I am not <laughs> nothing special about me except yeah. that I have an alarm. Um, so what I like to do is I like to read in the morning, okay. whether it's, it's comics or it's whatever, you know, um, in the case of murder, um, you know, anything that's topical. Okay. Um, or I'm also, I'm working on a new story, um, one that's going to take place in um, colonial India, actually. Nice. Okay. And um, so I've been reading a lot about that, a lot about colonialism and, um, you know, kind of the history behind that and, you know, what, what really happened. And um, so, so I'll, I'll research in the morning. I work until about four o'clock, although currently it's six o'clock and I'm getting calls. Okay. Um, and, um, and then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll try to do a little writing after work and then spend time with my wife. Um, it's just us and the cats. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and then my wife, there's a couple of different ways I've described her to herself as far as sleep. Mm -hmm. I've never met anyone who loves sleep like she does. <laughs> I mean, she's like passionate. About it. It's like, you know, when you sleep, it's like you're dead. I mean, it's not like an experience, you know, but she like loves it. Yeah. And so, and like she, she, she sleeps a lot. So um, she'll go to bed and I'll stay up at least an hour, um, okay. maybe two, um, knowing that I got to get up early the next morning. And so I'll, I'll try to write then also. Um, but it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it, I got a good program for me, okay. you know, this works really well for me. Oh, so you, so basically what you do is you, you research and you get your ideas. So like, um, if you, you're not, you want, so let's say you want place somewhere and you don't have enough information or you do more research mm -hmm. and naturally mm -hmm. you bounce your ideas off and stuff like that. Oh, it's, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. Mm -hmm. I should start mm -hmm. implementing that. And you know, my routine, wake up a little bit early and um, just research and, and read and get the ideas flowing. Do you, 
do you talk to other people, bounce ideas off other people, see if they think that's good or different perspective from yeah. some other people? Yeah. So there's a couple, a couple of um, things that I do. One, I have, I have a couple friends that are in the industry. Okay. And so, and, and have been in it longer than I have been. And so, um, you know, having their ear is definitely helpful. So, you know, to your listeners, make friends, okay. you know, fr friends, friends are very helpful. Right. Um, the other thing, um, and this is at the suggestion of my editor, was that um, I, uh, I I have a couple of uh, sensitivity readers okay. too, and um, and then also what are called beta readers. Mm. So um, a, a beta reader is just really anybody, anybody who is going to give you a fresh set of eyes on your script, right? So um, so I got a couple of buddies, um, the guy that runs a comic book shop here in town, okay. I drop off a script, every, you know, whenever I have one and, and get some, you know, get his feedback. Um, and then like, for example, um, with murder, um, you know, uh, most of our characters are black okay. and, um, I'm not black. You, you can see that your viewers. <laughs> probably could gather from my voice <laughs> i don't know but um but uh um so uh you know i'm writing about black men and women mm -hmm. and uh you know i want to make sure that i get it right yeah. you know i want to make sure that i'm not you know maybe missing a, a cultural idiom you yeah. know not not understanding something you know maybe putting in something that's insensitive that i, I you know that i just miss yeah um and so um, I have a couple of sensitivity readers that um, some of them, um, some of them are also vegan, which is, you know, big part of my characters. Okay. Um, you know, uh, all of our main characters are, are vegans and, you know, animal rights activists. And so, um, you know, having that kind of very um, unique uh, point of view of being black and vegan Mm -hmm. um, is, uh, is, is really helpful to me. So to get that feedback, um, you know, I've, I've learned a lot just from, just from hearing what they say about my script. Okay. That's, that's nice. Wow. So since you've been talking about a lot about murder, I want, I'm curious, briefly talk about how did you come up with the name and briefly just talk about murder, just the background and stuff. Sure. So, Murder is kind of a, I guess I would call it a kind of an action horror comic book. That, and, that's what brought me to it. <laughs> and, yep. And so um, to spoil, to spoil just the, the very first scene okay. in the first comic book, um, or let me set up, let me set up the premise. Okay. So um, worldwide, domesticated animals are connecting telepathically one species at a time so the chickens the cows they're able to hear each other's thoughts okay we can't hear their thoughts right the only person that can hear them is our hero the butcher's butcher okay so only one human can hear them and so we kind of follow his path as he 
basically navigates this world that is about to rapidly change. Okay. And so in the opening scene of uh, issue one, we basically have a bull aided by the butcher's butcher going to the corporate headquarters of the world's largest meatpacking facility and murdering the uh, CEO. So then we back up and that's when kind of the comic book kind of, you know, the story unfolds where we yeah. back up two years and you get to see how we got to that point. Right. So the concept to the, um, the, the title, I mean, for one, there's, there's of course the song meat is murder. Yeah. Um, by the Smiths. Um, but also, you know, uh, I, I, I want to play around with this idea. Well, if these animals are linking telepathically and they're doing things like killing people, mm -hmm. if it's okay for people to kill them, is it okay for them to kill people? And is it murder? If you're not protected from the law, if you're not protected from, you know, being murdered, yeah, is it even possible to murder? And so that's uh, that's the rabbit hole that we uh, that we find ourselves in. Nice, nice, nice. So when you was making um, the comic book, did you? How did you put it together? Were you? I think you was telling me you you had to find someone to do the drawings. So how'd you mm -hmm. how'd you do that? Mm -hmm. So, so it all started with the script. I, um, I wrote the script, um, 22 pages of comic art, um, issue, issue two actually is, is 26 pages. Um, we wanted it to be a little bit bigger. Um, and, uh, so once I had the script, I basically, um, started, um, uh, reaching out to artists, um, I'd find them on Instagram. Um, I would find them on DeviantArt. Okay. Um, there's a, obviously a lot on Deviant. Yeah, um, and then uh, there were a couple of other ones. Maybe I can, um, off the top of my head, I can't remember the websites, but I can go back and look and maybe okay. you can post it, you know, the link in the yeah, uh, sure, sure. description. I'll do that. But um, there, there are several message boards that artists, you know, go to okay. and um, will post their stuff. Um, especially comic book artists. So uh, eventually, um, you know, it's kind of this, uh, it's kind of like uh, you're pitching at the same time as you are hiring. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, artists are, artists are interesting people. <laughs> they, uh, like if, I would say the majority of artists, if they're not interested in your project, they're probably not going to take your project. Okay. And so, um, so I'm trying to convince them that they want to work for me. Yeah. At the same time, I'm trying to vet them and decide, will they make a good artist? You know, is their page rate reasonable? Um, so, so there's kind of two ways that you can structure it. One would be uh, work for hire and the other would be a, a co-creatorship. Okay. And I, everything I do, I do with contracts. That's something that I learned just from reading books about writing comic books okay. and kind of the industry. So you can either do 
uh, basically a page rate where you own all of everything that gets put out that's all your intellectual property mm -hmm. and you pay the artist per page based off of whatever they want to charge and once you're done you're done they don't have, you know they get credit of course but but then that's it they don't own this comic book um the other uh way you can do it is a co-creatorship where basically you know you're not paying them a page rate and they own whatever you agree with whether it's half of the title or a quarter of the title or three quarters of the title whatever you negotiate um so with murder um i do a um a uh, work for hire with uh, artists from argentina mm. uh emiliano um Correa. and um and i found him on instagram nice of all places wow that's that's crazy. The funny thing is I ask for the, my audience, but I also ask for myself because I can't draw oh. at all. I'm horrible oh. at drawing. <laughs> I'm horrible. So once I finish my project, I, you know, it's one thing that I have issue with is how to convey to someone else what I have in my head so they can picture it themselves. It's like what I have in my head, I want to say it and like, Hey, this is what I have in my head. Can you draw that? So I'm trying to work on that type of communication, but I, I can't draw at all. So I was curious yeah. to know how you did it. Cause I, um, I haven't read your comic book, but I looked at the pictures on Instagram and I'm like, wow, that artist, whoever did that really good job. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for one, it, it all goes back to the script. So you know, uh, and, and maybe let me explain the script just in case your readers, you okay. know, are, are, are curious. So there is a specific format for writing comic book scripts. And there are different schools and different people, you know, different writers have different styles. But essentially, what you have is for each comic book page, you break it down to the number of panels. All right. Right which is, is very important for comic books, of course, because that controls the pacing. The more panels you put on a page, the smaller each panel will be. All right. So the less detail that you can ask your, from your artist, right? Um, and uh, so each page will have, you know, let's say page one, and we'll do five panels, right? So you put that on top, then you have, each panel you do panel one and then you describe to your artist exactly what you want from them okay so you'll do um i like to do camera angles so start with the camera angle hmm. right yeah high shot yeah. low shot bird's eye view worm's eye view you know is it a medium shot is it a far shot is it a long shot is it an establishing shot and these you can Google. That's that's how I started is okay. uh, Googling, um, um, you know, basically cinematic, um, different cinematic shots. Um, so then you describe exactly what you want the panel to be. All right. The conventional knowledge is that you want to limit your description to three uh, sentences. Okay. So you want to say what's going on in three sentences and everything that i've read has has said put as little detail 
as possible okay. and only what is necessary so that your artist can fill in the blanks, right? right? But, you know, my favorite comic book writer is Alan Moore. I nice. absolutely love Alan Moore. Um, Watchmen, um, V for Vendetta. Watchmen was uh -huh. really, really good. I think it's better than the movie to me. Uh, which one? The, um, the, the series? Yeah. Um, not, oh, I didn't watch the series yet. Oh, my God. It's good? It, oh, my God. God is so good. Oh. I fucking I loved <laughs> I loved that series. I absolutely loved it. Okay. Um so you think the comic is better than the movie? Then the movie, yeah, the old movie. But uh, now you're talking about the series. Now I have to watch it. I have my, to watch it. God, I love that series so much. <laughs> I freaking loved it. It got a little slow in the middle, so okay. you may, you know, get to a point where you you, you know, you're kind of like, well, get to it. But man, I I love that series. I seen the trailer. I was so hyped. I was like, oh, man. And I just been, you know, work, life gets in the way. So I yep. haven't had time to sit down and watch it. But now that you're saying that it's good, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so Alan Moore, who wrote, you know, the original Watchmen, yeah. I don't even know what year he wrote it. Um, I, I want to say it's late 80s. Okay. Um, but... Um, he famously writes long descriptions for each panel with every little detail that's in there. Mm -hmm. He is putting, you know, he's telling his artists, you know, there's a pen on the desk and, you know, there's 15 <laughs> books on the shelf and, you know, he's telling them everything. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I try to keep it as, as minimal as possible um, in part because I trust, Emiliano, you know, um, you know, let, leaving, letting him off the leash a little bit has worked really well for me. Um, but uh, if I can think of details that I think would be important, um, then, um, you know, just little things, maybe little, little metaphorical um, items or um, details that are going to be recurring through the whole comic book. Uh -huh. You know, those little things I, I will, I will note. Um, so, so you have the description of the panel and then you have the dialogue and whatever the dialogue in whatever order that you're, you want your letterer to lay out. Yeah. Um, that's what you, um, that's what you put in, uh, in your script. And, um, so that's what it starts with every, <laughs> every, com unless, unless it was, it was, um, drawn, you know, written, and drawn by an artist, you know, mm -hmm. maybe they just go off the top of their head. Um, those more talented than you and I. <laughs> um, but uh, ge generally, uh, even um, artists will at least have some kind of outline and um, at least have some kind of like panel count per page because otherwise, you know, you, you got to get the pacing right. And um, if you, um, if you kind of go in without a plan, yeah even if you're the artist, um, it's, it's not necessarily going to work out. Oh man. So yeah, there's a, I got a long way to go. I got a long process. I got to finish my script and you know, I got to get the work done. So yeah. uh, I want to talk about, um, so if there was anyone listening right now, where would you um, tell this person to start if they wanted to create a comic book? 
I would say start with a good plan. Okay. So don't jump into a script until you have an outline. So, um, so my process is, you know, I kind of, I kind of am putting together scenes in my head. Okay. Um, you know, let's just say, for example, for one issue, right? Yeah. So you kind of have a general idea in your head what you want to happen, right? Well, then I'll structure it with an outline. So uh, the way I look at it is you kind of, you, you have a multi-issue story arc yeah. that you want to kind of have a beginning, middle, and end. And then each issue has to have its own story arc. And right. each issue should have a beginning, middle, and end. And so what I try to do is, you know, maybe for the first five pages, you got the setup. So you set the tone, you set the mm -hmm. uh, kind of the trajectory of the whole um, story. You kind of set, um, you know, what are your characters after, or who's after your characters. Then for the next maybe 15 pages, you're, you're, um, you're ratcheting up the tension. Okay. You're ratcheting up the action. You're, you're building the story. So you want the story to come to a crescendo and then the last, say, two to five pages, you have the resolution. All right. And if you put in all this work into a script without having an outline and a good idea of your beginning, middle, and end, you're going to put a lot of work in and you're going to realize that this thing doesn't flow right. Yeah. And so, um, so I would say... Um, you know, and this is this is supposing that you you know you have an idea, yeah. right? You you already have the concept for of your course, comic yeah. book. So um, so yeah, I would say start with a outline, start okay. with uh, a skeleton for your story, and then and then really um, building off of that, building a script off of that is is relatively simple because all of the um, heavy lifting has kind of already been done. Okay. Um, uh, what, what I'll do even between the script and the outline is I'll maybe, um, I'll maybe um, lay out like how many panels per page also. All right. Um, so that you have kind of an idea of the pacing, you know, if you have, um, and it's not a hard rule, but if you have less panels, the pacing is going to be quicker because the people are going to read that page faster, okay. right? If you have, you know, 12 panels, you know, like a bunch of panels, well, they're going to have to go with every beat and it's going to slow down your story. So having some idea of the panel count based off of what's happening in that scene yeah. also will help you as you go into the script and start to actually look at well, what's going to be in each individual um, panel. All right. So I have another question, but it's uh, to put my cousin on blast. Shout out to Mo. So he's, <laughs> he's stuck on, and it drives me crazy. He's stuck on um, like the location. He's trying to do like a, you know, how like the Game of Thrones or like any place they have like a map. Yeah. He's stuck on that part. And I'm like, bro, 
get away from the map and write the script. He's like, no, I need the location. I need the location. I need the location. What do you think he should do? Like if like a person, if they get stuck in a particular part, what do you think they should do? You think they should walk away for a couple of days and come back and do the script? Or do you think they should really focus on that specific part? I try not to. I may, I may, Mo, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I may, I may have to side with JB here. Um, you know, if, because I can get into those cycles too. Okay. It may not be a map. I mean, in the case of murder, it's, this is just our world. There's no, not no. really any, you know, I do have to understand different locations and I've placed different scenes in different places, you uh -huh. know. You know, we have a scene in in Sacramento, and we have a scene in Arkansas, and right. you know, so so. But I'm not making any of that up. I that's part of research. That's yeah. part of just understanding. You know, where different things are, um, and you know, I see that a lot. The whole map thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. Like in our community, I don't know what it is, but it's a thing. Like it's just like a, I don't I don't know what it is, but but I see, I do see that a lot. So, so your cousin's not alone. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, you can get stuck spinning your wheels. Yeah. And, um, and I, I will get that way too. Maybe, maybe not about, you know, a map or something like that, yeah. but, um, um, I can get that way with dialogue. Okay. For me, I can get stuck in a conversation and I can just get so frustrated and it doesn't seem natural to me or it's not building the tension like I like it. Okay. And I can't think of, well, what would these characters say, you know? And um, you kind of get stuck in this circular thinking where no new ideas are coming, you know? I mean, <laughs> you're thinking and thinking and thinking. It's like this map. I mean, <laughs> how long has he been working on this map? I mean, what's the, what's, what is the hangup? I mean, what's, what, why is it taking so long? He's, cause he wants it to be perfect. And I'm uh -huh. like, bro, just, just, just leave it alone and go back to it later and just mm -hmm. finish the script. Just finish it. Yeah. Perfection is, is fine. You know, perfection is, is the goal, but, um, but, um, if you get too perfect now or you get to it later, you know, you'll get to it, but um, it might take a lot longer if you, if you dig your heels in and you know, you're not, you're not stimulating your mind in a way that you're going to get there. Yeah. So I walk away. I just work on something else. Okay. Um, right. Whether it's, it's doing research or um, if there's another scene that I can work on, or it's just shifting the um, shifting um, the outline around, shifting the scenes around. Something I'll t tinker with something else so that I don't get locked in. Okay. I'm not saying I don't get locked in, yeah. but I'm saying this is what I try to do. <laughs> All right. Um. So I have a couple of more questions. Oh, personal question: What comics do you faithfully read? What comics? Do I faithfully read? Right now, I have um, on my pool list, which I cannot get because we are currently in shelter in place. <laughs> and the, and uh, so I don't know how it ends, but uh, I, I was reading Greg Rucka's um, Lois Lane. Oh, okay. Um, that is a, that's a, that's a bad old comic. Okay. Um, 
I, I really enjoyed it. It's very, very, um, it's very, very um, pertinent to okay. what's happening right now. Um, he's really taken Lois Lane and put her into what's happening with journalists right now All right. and with the suppression of journalism um, that's pretty much going on worldwide. Um, so um, so that, that's what's on my pool list right now. Um, you know, my good friend, um, Alex um, Schumacher um, has a web series um, and he's actually, he's actually getting published right now. Um, okay. It's, uh, uh, he has kind of a satirical um, uh, serial comic called uh, Mr. Butterchips. Okay. It's a drunk monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, it's it's really funny. He's very pissed. Um, talks a lot of shit about Donald Trump. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so I enjoy it immensely. Um, so so as far as web comics, that that's that's my mainstay. Um, and then um, you know, lately what I've been doing is I've kind of been going back and reading. Um, older comics um yeah. stuff stuff from when when we were kids that i didn't i didn't read so with me <clears throat> when oh. i was younger i used to read comic books like crazy and then i hit an age i think it was probably like 18 19 i just started working and i just uh. loved money so i gave my comic books to my brother and i used to like collect like a lot of good comics and he was a little bit younger so he doesn't really take care of comic books like uh -huh. that. So uh -huh. it's just like, as you like, as I'm like older now, I was like, wow, I could have just kept those comic books and you would have never known if they were worth anything or anything. Cause I used to collect comic books like it was nothing, like all the uh -huh. And I gave it to him and he just didn't take care of them. <sighs> yeah. But, well, it, it's it's funny you mentioned that um, um, because um, have you heard of Brandon Graham? No. He's a he's an artist. He's also put out. Um, he also writes his own stuff. Um, yeah. He, he did a series, King City. Um, he also wrote what probably is my favorite comic book of all time. Um, it's a remake of Rob Liefeld's um, Prophet. Okay. I don't know if you ever read that. That was that was part of like the young blood um, image, yeah. um, you know the uh, among the the first, you yeah. know, um, and you know Wildcats and Savage Dragon and and all that, right? <laughs> yeah. So so um, Rob Leefield did Profit, uh, then uh, Brandon Graham took it and totally just reprised it, and just as far as comics as an art i mean it's like it's freaking perfect i yeah. mean it, it is a incredible series I, he did it a couple years ago but anyway he's been uh, on instagram um reading tintin comics tintin I, yes okay man you lit up okay so you, you know <laughs> tintin yeah. so so for me um growing up that was that was my first exposure to comic books was tintin okay. and um you know, my family's from India, mm -hmm. um, and they, uh, my, my grandparents used to bring me back Tintin from India, and, um, nice. 
And so, you know, I saw him posting it and I was like, oh man, I, I got, I got them. You know, I still yeah. got, they're all, they're beat up. I mean, <laughs> it, it looks like your little brother took care of them. I mean, they're, they're not yeah. pristine, but I opened one of them up and um, my little brother yeah. must have taken a marker to them oh. as a black marker all, <laughs> all over it. So, um, and those are old, man. Those yeah. are like, those are probably from like 90, 91, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, now we'll call it a family heirloom. Yeah, of course. So, all right. So how can the people contact you? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram, Matt Loisel. Um, Twitter, same, Matt Loisel. Um, we have a, a website. Um, currently... Uh, I am not shipping out any comic books um, because we are in shelter in place mm -hmm. for anybody listening who is not aware of what's going on in the world. <laughs> uh, there's a thing called coronavirus. Yeah. You got to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of shipping people comic books, because I thought, you know, that's kind of an unnecessary risk, um, you know, for me and then for postal workers. And so um, kind of, kind of to um, encourage people to um, stay in and to maybe lighten the load of being stuck inside. Mm -hmm. um, we're currently offering digital copies of um, all three issues, uh, issue one, two, and then we have a little mini comic 2.1 um, for one cent on our website. Nice. And that's collabcreations.bigcartel.com. And so, um, you know, believe me, people, I would make it free, but, but, uh, big cartel said I had to make it a penny. So you guys got to pay a penny, but, um, but I want to encourage people to, you know, stay in and, you know, I, I know it's hard, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're social animals. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's what people are. And so, um, you know, it's, it's been hard for a lot of people and, um, so I just wanted to help out and uh, offer it for free um, or for a penny for um, as long as, you know, as long as this thing's going and I think this thing's going to go. For a while, yeah. For a while, yeah. But Matt, thanks. I really, really appreciate it. I really Oh, absolutely. Um, you can come on anytime if you want, like down the road or – if you're ever in Boston, which you probably won't be, <laughs> um, but I really appreciate it. Um, any last words? No, thank you. I, this has been an absolute blast. Um, and if, if anybody is out there listening and they're trying to get set up, they're trying to get started, mm -hmm. they have questions, feel free, you know, DM me, um, Most email me um matthew.l.comics at gmail.com you know i think um you know uh i, I think you know we got to stick together and you know and and facts, uh, facts. really know. he's a really friendly guy really it was easy to have a conversation during the emails it was it was good it was cool so hey. don't be afraid don't use that as an excuse to not email him right um but Thank you, man, man. I, I greatly appreciate it. And um, I'll see you guys next week on Brothers After Dark. Thank you.